Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Tuesday, August 17th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Climate change is affecting every corner of the planet, including Missouri, where severe weather has become more common. So if you think we've been seeing more extreme precipitation events, more flooding over the past few decades, we have. Missouri State Climatologist Pat Ganan speaks with St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan in just a few minutes. The swift collapse of the U.S.-backed government in Afghanistan has one family in the St. Louis region worried about the safety of loved ones. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, a Fenton, Missouri man awaits updates about a family member he says the Taliban abducted. Syed Mahdi Haidari supervised interpreters working with the U.S. military for eight years. He emigrated to the U.S. in 2017, fearful of a growing Taliban presence. Haidari still has friends and family in Afghanistan, and they're in peril. Taliban forces on Friday captured his sister's husband, who worked for the Afghan National Police. He says the growing chaos in his homeland is hard to watch. Physically, I'm here and I'm working, but mentally, my mind is not here because I'm really worried about them. Our family is there, our friends, and everyone is there. Haidari says that even if his brother-in-law returns, Afghanistan is no longer safe for him and his family. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. The Ferguson Florissant School District will require all employees to be fully vaccinated against the coronavirus upon their return this month. District Superintendent Joseph Davis says workers who refuse the vaccine will be required to get weekly tests for coronavirus. The district's first day of school is August 23rd. Doctors say children are more susceptible to getting sick and transmitting the Delta variant. The Food and Drug Administration has not approved the COVID-19 vaccine for children under 12. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones has used line-item veto authority to slash parts of a pandemic aid bill that she worries will not fall in line with federal spending rules. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, Jones has another plan to make up for the money. Jones signed a $135 million pandemic relief bill into law, but $33 million that was earmarked for economic development in North St. Louis is on hold because she worries it puts the city at risk for a federal clawback. Jones says she plans to secure even more federal funding for an economic justice plan in the works. St. Louis Development Corporation Director Neil Richardson says the money will help bring city resources closer to residents. As we have federal funding coming in, the action plan will help us target like these dollars should go to this initiative or these focus areas to create the greatest economic impact in our most underserved communities. Richardson plans to roll out the Economic Justice Action Plan later this year. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois is on track to be the first state to require healthcare professionals to undergo training to spot signs of Alzheimer's disease. There are approximately 230,000 Illinois residents living with the disease, but medical experts say that number is likely higher because Alzheimer's is often underdiagnosed. Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton says earlier detection could have helped her family better manage her mother's Alzheimer's before her death in 2016. As her caregiver, I took my mom to the doctor on a regular basis, but despite this fact, 
Her healthcare professionals never detected the signs of Alzheimer's until it had already advanced. We were all totally taken off guard. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the new Alzheimer's training law yesterday at the Illinois State Fair's Senior Day. It does not fully take effect until 2023. The law will also require healthcare professionals to learn about care planning for Alzheimer's patients and their caregivers. A former state senator from the Metro East has died. Bill Hain was appointed to the Illinois State Senate in 2002 and served in the chamber for five terms. The Democrat was also the Madison County State's attorney for nearly 15 years. Hain also served on the Illinois State Board of Elections. He announced a blood cancer diagnosis in 2017. Bill Hain was 77. A landmark United Nations report indicates the planet is warming at a dangerously fast rate. Climate change will intensify in the coming decades, bringing hotter temperatures, more extreme weather, and more wildfires to the U.S. But not every region of the country will be affected in the same way. St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan asked state climatologist Pat Ganan how Missouri's climate is changing. Since about the late 1990s, we have been in an unprecedented warming trend. Um, You know, there were warm periods in the 1930s and the 1950s, but uh, since 1998, we've only had five years that actually were cooler than average. So nearly almost 80% of the years since 1998 have averaged above normal. So temperatures have been getting warmer in Missouri, but have we also seen changes in precipitation? Here in Missouri, we've been in an unprecedented wet period since about the early, I'd say, 1970s. In fact, four out of our top five wettest years have occurred since 1973. And those top four years, uh, one of the four of the five wettest years, 1973, 1993, 2008, and 2015. So indeed, we're seeing higher extreme events, not only on a daily basis, but when we look at the annual totals, when we look at seasonal totals, it all shows upward trends over the past few decades versus the long-term record. So if you think we've been seeing more extreme precipitation events, more flooding over the past few decades, we have. So you mentioned that we've been in this unprecedented wet period in Missouri for a couple decades now. Could you explain what exactly is driving that? Well, one of the contributors is the the warming temperatures is allowing more water vapor into the atmosphere. And these warming temperatures are are occurring in the oceans. And so the Gulf of Mexico is the source region for moisture into the middle part of the country. And when we get those southerly winds that advex that moisture, Gulf of Mexico moisture, into the middle part of the country, and with these warmer temperatures and increases the amount of uh, water vapor, you get atmospheres that become more efficient at creating precipitation. And so we've seen this increase of, of precipitation due to the ability with a warmer atmosphere, more water vapor, more opportunities to squeeze that moisture out as precipitation. Flooding is something I think that we're pretty accustomed to here in Missouri, but we have had some you know, more extreme flood events. As recent as 2019, we had major floods that came through and just devastated our corn and soybean crops. I know it's hard to link one particular weather event to climate change, but is this something that we could expect to see more of, this kind of major flooding? Indeed, we are seeing more extreme precipitation events. Um, I looked at some of the long-term records from weather stations going back over 100 years. For example, the three-inch daily events 
they've increased by 35% if you look at the past 20 years versus the long-term record. So, and that's just daily three-inch events. We are indeed seeing more flooding that can be highly impactful on rivers and streams, our mainstream rivers, and, and of course what happens upstream from the Mississippi and the Missouri River all can have impacts on what happens here in Missouri. We've been talking a lot about flooding, but what about drought? Is that an issue that's going to get worse in Missouri? That's an, that is an excellent question because, you know, we've been visiting about unprecedented wetness is what we've experienced here in Missouri over the past few decades. But we also have to recognize that drought has and always will be a part of the climate system. And so when we look back at what's happened in Missouri, we've had some horrible drought periods. It's the 1930s, the Dust Bowl years, the Dirty 30s, the 1950s. The mother of all droughts was a a five consecutive year period here in Missouri from 1952 to 1956. Those periods will return. What is happening is the human component is another ingredient that is introduced into our climate system that does impact temperature and precipitation patterns. That was Missouri State climatologist Pat Ganan speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.